Impractical Jokers fans, we are finally on the road again doing a tour. 40 cities up right now. Tons more if you don't see your city. Get them at ImpracticalJokersLive.com. Uh, we just added the second show in Portland. We had a third show in Boston and a second show in St. Louis. And we also added Banger, Maine, where I've never been. Look forward to it. This weekend, Niagara Falls on Thursday. Newark, New Jersey at Prudential Center on Friday the 10th. Wallingford, Connecticut on the 11th. Big show at the UBS Arena, home of the New York Islanders, on March 12th. Following that, we got Green Bay, we got Milwaukee, we got Rosemont. We are also doing meet and greets. We never do them, but we're doing doing them online right now. What you got to do is the new season of Impractical Jokers is on at 10 p.m. every single Thursday on True TV and now on TBS. Take a picture of yourself watching it. Hashtag it, Joker's Watch Party. Upload it to your socials, and that's it. You get tickets and a meet and greet to shows. We're getting uh, a lot of winners, um, so that's the only... We don't sell them. You can't get a meet and greet. That's the only way to do it. So watch new episodes of Joker's, and I hope to see you and meet you and greet you in practicaljokerslive.com. Taste Buddies, mark your calendars. May 10th will be the first ever live streaming taste buds episode you asked for it we're doing it you're going to be able to watch live in real time there's going to be surprises special guests it's may 10th more information to follow next week on how and when and where to get tickets i will tell you this it will also be live to premiere of the footage of joe's punishment dresses ronald mcdonald tending bar so there's going to be all sorts of fun stuff like that may 10th taste buddies it's going to be one to remember folks I got live dates. I want you to come out to them. Uh, actually, this coming weekend, I'm going down to Baton Rouge, Lafayette, and New Orleans. One show in each city. And then I'm off to South by Southwest from there. Going to be doing the I Never Promised You a Rose Garden show in all these places. Also at South by Southwest, I'll be doing my Sandwich Summit where I talk with other sandwich shop owners. A couple comics coming in to have a good time and make things funny. All that is happening over the next week. Come out and see me. Uh, after that, this month, later on, I'm going to be doing Rose Garden again in uh, the Crane Theater in New York City on March 22nd. And then after that, I'm going out to the Midwest, Chicago. Second show just added. Uh, and a bunch of other cities out in that way. Go to JoeDeRosaInfo.com for all information and ticket links. And then if you're in New York, come to Joey Rose's. Joey Rose's NYC for all your information. They are open seven days a week. Thanks, folks. Taste buds. They come into the mic. Talking about the food they hate. Talking about the food they like. Two fools gonna fight, but only one food can be right. Taste buds, man. Yeah, they come into the Tasties, welcome to T-A-S-T-E Buds. We're back. Have we ever have we ever called them tasties? Yeah, I did once and you really liked it. Yeah, I But then we kind of tapered off. Tasties. That's funny. That's fun. Tasties is good. Uh, it's good to see you. It's good to be back. Um, I want to address right off the bat the way I'm sitting. Yeah. The, I, I, <laughs> I, in the last two videos. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sitting this way because in the last two videos, and I said this to you before we started I, I had i had arrived the last time we recorded and people were saying dude you dropped some weight you look good i was like thanks, thanks. i told you that myself i was feeling good thank you thank you and then i saw myself in those videos I, it looked like brendan frazier in the whale i mean it was crazy it was i don't know what was going on you looked like an, an award winner an award winner, yeah. yes. Uh, <laughs> you know, my chin I, was so, the double chin was so pronounced, it was so bad, 
People I don't know how it looks in this video. I yeah. won't know how it looks until after. The I think fact. you look pretty distinguished. I love the I love that sweater you're wearing. Thank you very much. Yeah, I love the texture of it. I, I like it a lot. This I think one it suits you. Thank you. It was on its way out, and you found new it life just, with it. Yeah, it's, it was on its way out because a you've had it too long. B you don't like the fit or the feel. C there is no C. Okay. Uh, I at times don't like the fit. At times I like the fit. The Why was it was on good. its way out though? Take up too much space in the drawers. It's bulky. Like, I, you know what it was when we started doing the Joey Rose's pop up. I was wearing the sweater a lot to go up to the stand. I'll just check it because it might be Prince Paul. <sighs> Let's it's not Prince Paul yet. All right, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, I was wearing this a lot to go up to the stand to work on the pop up, and it was such. It was an exciting time because we were doing that, but it was also Are such a... Are you getting rid of it because it's emotionally attached to a time period? I was, this is what I'm going to say. Not kidding. It was such a dark period because even though we were doing this cool thing, it was locked down. Yeah. It was not a happy time. And you, you, was, know? You, you have attached that to the... I wore it so much during lockdown that I just was like, I don't know, man. I think maybe I don't like this sweater anymore. Okay. And then I was like, no, wait. It's an all right sweater. It's got yeah. some legs still in it. Yeah. It's nice. Now's the time, too, when winter's on the way out. I like it. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Anywho. Uh, you, you to, this people is, don't realize mom, that it's tough getting on camera every single week. It is. Especially in 8K. And, it is. you know, people love to just nip. Are we 8K? You know? I, I feel like we are. <laughs> I feel like we'll we're forget up to about 10K them. now. Yeah. They got 10K at Best Buy. No, they don't. They got 10K at Best I mean, Buy. That was at Best they're Buy. They're telling people it doesn't matter if you buy it. They're not going to have the technology for the TV. But they're, How the about TVs they still don't have a rate K? Best Buy, if you're watching and we know that you are, what are you doing to us? We, 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 it's we, not we, Best Buy's we, fault. We, we, we believed in They're you. not making the TVs. But why are they pushing this product? Are they telling you? Are they telling you that it's Best Buy? Is a salesperson telling you that you're not going to get 8K? Or 10K? I, I had a Best Buy. I had a Best Buy salesperson say, "Look, it's a great TV, but it's you know the the K doesn't really. It's not relevant because you're not. They can't stream or produce media in that K. Yet. Not even 8K. The TVs are out K in the Ks. Right. Right." It's too much case, yeah. but it's you know it's ridiculous. Well, and though you can see every little blemish, yeah, you know, and people are mean. People are outright mean. I learned, and I can't remember the name of the of the code that was instated, but it was it was through the government, United States government. But when I studied telecommunications when I was in college, I prove actually, it. I actually learned that they were able to move into high def technology as early as the '60s. The government stepped in and put a pause on it. And they made they implemented this thing where there had to be a time period that lapsed before they were allowed to explore it fully. And interesting, I remember I my teacher saying to me once. Now that and it was right when high def was starting to become a thing, it okay. was late nineties. Yeah, and my teacher was like, "the the gloves are off now. They're like there is this this like stipulation thing is gone. So watch what happens." And he was right. Right. It's like look how quickly we're jumping through the 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 definition of picture at this point. It's insane. Also, 4K rained down on us. I feel rain like rain blows down upon us. I mean, my Blu-rays. Like we I'm taking jumped. unwrapped Blu-rays off the shelf and replacing them with new 4K. That's crazy. It's nuts. Is 4K Blu-rays now? Is 4K 4K DVDs now? 4K is a is a form of Blu-ray, but it's 4K. You want to get this? You ready for this? I am. This is the sickness. I've got stuff on my shelf that's 4K transfer and. Uh, my buddy Pat Walsh, you know Patty Walsh. Sure, shout out he Patty was Walsh. Like, yeah, shout out Patty Walsh. He was like, dude, I'm replacing my Criterions with the 4Ks. Do you want my old ones? And I go, 
I go, what are you talking about? I have those. They're the 4K transfers. And he goes, exactly, but they're not real 4K. Oh, now no. I'm getting real 4K discs. So the 4K transfers. There was 2K transfers before that. Yeah. yeah they, you know who they're going for? You guys only, specifically. Yeah. I will tell you this. I got a handful of 4Ks, true 4Ks. Yeah. It's no joke. I understand. It but looks real good. At what point can our eye not process the difference between 4K and 8K? Are we going to watch 8K and be like, 4K was a piece? Remember 4K? It was like we weren't. Is it, was it a piece that, of shit? I thought that when I saw a DVD. Yeah. But you know what's freaky AI now? I can take your home video footage and upscale it to 4K through the AI. For free? Well, no. You'll probably end up paying for Who's it. Who's doing that? Who? What AI? Who? This is AI website. Wait, who? who do you know that? Who do you know that? What How is much is that? I can also like AI repair audio and have your grandfather's voice AI like fill in the dead air. Getting goosebumps, bro. We're in a bad way, dude. I don't like this it. This is not good. I don't like it. I'm getting sent an article every day and not just from my mother anymore. Right. I'm getting sent an article from friends, peers, and colleagues. And now it's populated in my feed and I'm just getting anxiety riddled. Uh, I mean, we got... <laughs> Pimp People can tune replace your voice with a dead grandfather. You can't fix my double chin, Pimp. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden, he's, he's Mr. Fucking Wizard over here. Where were you last week? What's the budget? <laughs> I mean, it's just not. AI's got to become our friend, right? No one's saying that, though. What about if you become best friends with AI? There's got to be benefits. Somebody's marrying this thing. Yeah. It's, it's friends with Benny's. I just never said friends with Benny's in you're my entire life, and I never will again. How about that? <laughs> Hated it. Wait, you're talking to I AI. Have, I have ChatGPT open, and I asked it about the top 10 fast food. Like, you could do anything with these. Which ChatGPT? Uh, it's an AI you just oh, talked to. Oh, babe, get with the Progue. <laughs> <laughs> get with the Ram, babe. Get with the Ram. This thing is sweeping the niche. It's, it's, it, 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 it's, 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 no. it's, it's basically, no. it's basically AI out there that can... Have full blown conversations. This is sick. We already, I already did. I put uh, Casey Joe's text me the other because the writers were like, uh, write us uh, an impractical jokers bit, and it, it tries, it does it like, but it wasn't good or anything. And then they were, then they were sending me screenshots, and we did it. In, uh, hey babe, uh, write a joke in the in the voice of Sal Volcano, and we did write a joke in the voice of of Joe DeRosa. You did? Yeah. Casey it? sent it to me. I'll What's look at the it joke. Up. Tell me, yeah, please. At, yeah. Oh, I love it. Uh, somebody uh, do it right now. Let's see if it does the same one. All right. Want to do it right now, um, Pimpy? Oh, yeah, let's see. Let's see if it does the same joke C Casey sent me. Oh, wait. Did Casey send me this? He, I, I can't imagine I he wouldn't. The, I might have been on the text and not. It's yeah. fully just Blade Runner. This is real bad, guys. Oh, wait. We glazed over. See, we talking so much about the robots, we glazed over the human element of my double chin story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my mom... My mom told me at dinner that it looked fine because I saw the clip when we were sitting at dinner and she said I look fine. She then called me later laughing and said, your father and I think you look like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> did your own family did you yeah. dirty like that? I saw that in the comments. Isn't that rough? Yeah. I oh, never by the way, the fans, the fans let I, it be I never known read them. I don't know why I fucking read them. I, I have never read it in a long time. And I just was like, they really did not like your haircut. I know. So opinionated was, on a haircut. Was, there was a lot of opinions about the haircut. This haircut, in my opinion, is a banger. Uh, I like it. I think it's a banger. It's a, banger. I like it. it's a high and tight. I, I love so, it. V, what do you think? I, I like it. 
I said it to you when I saw you a couple of weeks ago. I was like, you v look was fresh. one of the. Thank you. Yeah, they came. They v came down the on that, that haircut, though. But why do people care so much about how you decide to style your hair? Why? I think people just. Why not watch the show, take what you need from it, and that's it? Why spit? Why spit the vitriol? I'm not, I've never understood the compelling. I I criticize and I complain, but I do it in my own little forum. I don't ever go to somebody else's thing right. and go, this sucks about you. That's crazy. Sebastian has a really funny joke where he's like, he's ripping into Yelp and people that yes. run. And he's like, we don't go home and tattle yeah. on the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. like, I look to my wife and I say, salmon suck. Let's get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a joke. great joke. The yeah. AI joke, the Rosa joke's pretty. Uh... Oh, actually, I want to do a joke in, that, oh. in, the, in, uh, in Sebastian's voice and see if it does that. Okay. Yeah. What is my joke? Uh, women say they want a man with good sense of humor, but let me tell you something, ladies. When I pull out my collection of fart jokes on our first date, suddenly that sense of humor isn't so sexy anymore. That's a fail. I mean, it's not a good joke. That, it made that No, the jokes are not good. It gave me a hack one when he did it. It was like, um, what was that freaking hack joke they did before? It was literally like... Oh yeah, yeah, like like I went to that doctor. I told him I got to, uh, you know. He told me I, I I told him I can't stop masturbating. He's like, well, can you at least stop for now? That that bullshit. That's a stock joke. Stock. That's a that's a that's a joke. Yeah, my doctor said I have to stop masturbating. I said why, doc? He said because I'm trying to examine. We're in you. the office. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It gave me that. It's so now it's like completely joke, suspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not even. I didn't. Even Casey sent me a joke, a street joke he wrote today. I thought it was so funny. Check this out. A store manager runs over to a security guard and says, Officer, someone is going around the mall coming on everyone's jewelry. The security guard says, Not on my watch. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was great. I was like, That That is is a great joke. That's very funny. That's very funny. Wait, so let's... Oh, this. can I tell you the other thing my mom said to me? I'm here for this. This is what I'm here for. We talked about at dinner... Two two major insults. Two made for my own parents. My dad came up with the Kim, Kim Jong-un. How well do you know your parents? I thought I did. Okay. Not well at all. All right. Uh, wait, we're at dinner. We're talking <laughs> about... Did he laugh at his own joke? He was laughing. I could hear him laughing <laughs> in the background <laughs> he was telling it to me. <laughs> that you look like Kim Jong-un. Yeah. That's so funny. It was very hurtful. <laughs> uh, they, uh, d- they, at dinner, we're sitting at dinner, and we were talking about... I won't name the celebrity only because I want to absolutely make sure that it doesn't in any way sound like I'm, I'm making light of this. But we were talking about a celebrity that is dealing with a certain malady. Uh, that's very unfortunate. And I said, uh, I said how much I admired this person because of their spirit. I was like, it's amazing. I go, you look at somebody like that, you think, oh, what a charmed life. And then they get hit with this terrible thing and they're still out there putting their best foot forward. I was like, that's amazing. I, that's amazing. I go. I don't. I don't know how I would deal with something like that if it got dealt to me. And my mom goes, "You wouldn't. You wouldn't do well." <laughs> <laughs> and not joking. Wow. She was very serious. She was wow. like, "You wouldn't. You wouldn't handle it." Well. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean Frank. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, just throwing bows at me, dude. I mean, Stallone, right there. Frank Stallone. <laughs> uh, wait. So wait. This is stuff fans said. Well, fans and friends, I should say. Let me ask say. you a question. You guys are a little younger. Do you know who Frank Stallone is? He's the other Stallone. Oh. Do you know yeah. who he is? No. Ever heard of him? 
I thought it was Jerry Stiller's name in Seinfeld. That's Frank Costanza. Okay. 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 Frank Jesus Stallone is, is is Sylvester Stallone's brother who resembles him, didn't have the career as him, and at one point was a singer. All right, listen, let me give you this stuff real quick. I got some of this too. I didn't I only brought yours. Hornswoggle. A woman friend. a woman you're with, she uh, tells you, it comes out after a while, that you're you're about to be intimate. She tells you she has three boobs, like in total recall. Your gut instinct, is it excitement or is it like, I don't know if I want to see the three boobs on one chest? It would, uh, it's it's figuring out how to not flee it immediately is. on foot. Okay, got you. Yeah, I would there's not no, wanna, no. There's no, no excitement there for the zero. extra boob. No, zero. Okay. In fact, we're battling Seinfeld versus Friends today. Yes. Uh, pimp reference Seinfeld. One of my favorite Friends jokes is Chandler, uh, uh, Courtney, Monica goes... She's giving Chandler food and chicken she made. She goes, I've got three breasts, a leg, and a thigh. And he goes, how do you find clothes? That fit? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, it's a very funny joke. All anyway, right. uh, this is from, wait, do you stick around for the boob? What? Do you stick around for the boob? Part of me is curious. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm excited. No. I have to see. Because no, 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 is no, no, it no. more of a good thing or is it something you can't get past? It's a question for the ages, really. It's something. Is it such a thing as too much of a good thing? Also, there's got to be all new tricks. Remember in, uh, remember yeah, in I don't know. Planes, trains. There's an extra hand in there. There's planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah. The first 4K yeah. that I bought. Yeah. I, know, I know the line you're going to say yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. You know what I want? You know, I went, I went to put that on yesterday. <laughs> Swear to God. I didn't watch it during the holiday season, which is like I never You got to get the new 4K release because it's got, it's got all this extra footage on it that's never the been seen. The extra footage I like, but I will say one thing. I want to see planes, trains in the way that I used to watch it. It I like it not being in 4K. When it, but but let me be clear, like a movie like that in 4K, there's only so much you could do. It's not that it looks like weirdly new. It do you just, guys know this movie? Yeah, of course. V. Yeah, oh, that's my girl coming it, yeah. through. It just looks like you're watching it like in the theater for the first time. Okay. It looks like it still has the texture and everything. Okay. It gotcha. just looks. Now, have great. you ever been disappointed by a 4K where? You, that one is actually the most disappointing of all the 4Ks I've bought picture-wise. But at the same time, I would never... You, it's a very hard movie to notice. Like, Or oh, it's a hard movie. To, you don't need 4K for that movie. Whereas you watch Total Recall, like the, the footage on Mars, you're like, holy shit, this yeah. looks so cool. Like, um, but anyway, yeah. I the, think the, I'm going to stick around for the three boobs. An extra set of balls and yeah. another set of fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah such yeah. a funny... Those joke. aren't pillows. That's such a funny joke. Yeah. You play with your balls a lot. <laughs> That's a uh, great time to get salty. They do a great time to get salty. Oh, they That's do. That's really the, the like the first time ever I see a time they to get salty. They do. You're yeah. right. Candy does it perfect. Yeah. All right. You yeah. play with your balls. <laughs> yeah. <a lot. laughs> Oh, when that's this, great. When he's selling the, the shower curtain rings as, as earrings, yeah. he's like, these are filled with air. They're very light. Yeah. Dude, there's a scene, a deleted thing on the 4K. I'm not I'm not exaggerating, dude. It is a 15-minute scene of when they meet on the plane for the first time that is completely cut from the movie. Oh, and it is the, candy. The first time that we think he sees him is in the opening scene, getting into a no, cab, no, that's taxi. all the same. I'm just saying when they first sit down next to each other on the airplane, and Candy starts talking to him, and then and then Steve Martin goes, "No offense, I'm not much of a talker." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and Candy goes, "Last thing I want to be known is a blabbering, you know, yeah, whatever." Sure, sure, sure. He goes to that real fast in the movie. Okay, there is a 
15 of, minute of thing. John Candy, you're just rambling. Dude, he's just oh, going on and he's going, what's your name? Neil? <laughs> is that Gaelic? <laughs> I think it's Gaelic, right? <laughs> just like, just like, like literally like offensively boring, right? Dude, it's so funny. Yeah. There's a deleted scene where they get a meal on the plane. V, do you know who John Candy is? V, please, my heart. V, come on. My heart. Stop Uncle it. Buck? V, stop oh, it. Yes, I know. Summer rental, the great outdoors, that made great me indoors, angry, great outdoors. What? That made me angry. Yeah. <laughs> um, home alone. Yeah, he's in the home alone at the end. He's, oh, sure, he's he, the Kenosha kicker. So. Yeah. He uh, there's yeah, a deleted, you know who he is. Okay. There's a deleted Who's scene Harry where they get a meal on the plane, yeah. and John Eddie starts talking about like <laughs> his his like meal strategy for Stripes. each for yeah. each airline, <laughs> and he's describing all the different meals. Goes on that uh, on that on that flight. I'll get the kids' meal, little hot dog, <laughs> Oreo cookies, and a juice box. Very tasty. <laughs> he goes. I, I had a friend once. She worked in a kitchen for an airline. Lopped off the top of her finger. <laughs> Dude, it just oh, it's, it's so much, it's so if funny. I could bring if it's they, so much if you funny. Play that hypothetical, like bring a one person oh. back, dude. Yeah. As far as a comedian, oh my god, John Candy, dude. It's like died in his early forties, I think. But he was like forty-one. Yeah. That was back when forty-one looked forty-one. Yeah, you know. Oh man, he's he's a he is the fucking ultimate. And I feel like we got if you step back and really look at the whole thing, we got a lot of John Candy. We got so little of like what we needed to get. Yeah, like you got Uncle Buck, one of my favorite got, movies of all time. Yeah. Plain Strange. Quote it. Yeah, same as well. Um. And then, like after that, it's like there's there's like there's like John like like the great out and I and I'd say great outdoors sure. would be the third one. I, when as a kid, I love summer rental, but if you watch it now, it's eh. it doesn't have a lot of jokes. Yeah, in it, yeah, I feel yeah, like. yeah, yeah. But uh, but even like 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 I like Armed and Dangerous because I'm a fan of it from when I was a kid. But it's not a good movie. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. But I can name three jokes from that movie that I like immediately. From Armed and Dangerous, yeah. which is let's it. say somebody's lying, right, and you know they're lying. <laughs> can you shoot them? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great or joke. I, I, yeah. state your name, state your name. My favorite candy moment in the movie is when the girl's cat's in the tree. Yeah. And she goes, please, and she's crying, please climb up there again. And he goes, he'll, he'll probably come <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so what I found funny. out, he played uh, Del Griffith in yeah. Planes, Trains. He played it so good. He's amazing. Like that, that. He was annoying and endearing at the same exact time until he pushed it too much. But then he reeled you back in because he was he had heart in it. It was like he walked this line of this character. And when I found out, spoiler alert, when I found out that he didn't have a home, yeah, it and this is a comedy really foremost. I cry it, every, at the end it of it. Every hit time. me like a ton of bricks. We just and him piecing it together. Yeah, Steve Martin piecing it together. We just did we'll, on We'll See You in Hell. We just did top five movies that make you cry every time you watch them. Yeah. And we each picked five. And honorable mention was Planes, Trains because we've talked about it so much. I was like, we can't do this one. We've already done it. So yeah, yeah. But it, like we've talked at length about like, I cannot get through. My friend Chip once said, he goes, if you watch the end Chip? of that movie. His name's Chip, yes. Continue. He's 50 years old. Birth name? Bur Charles, birth name. Oh, is yeah. Chip short for Charles? Yeah. I didn't know that till I met him. Oh, He's the only Chip I've ever met. My uncle's name is Skip. I found out like uh, like five years ago his real name was Vincent. 
Yes, yeah, Skip. Is Skip short? Uncle Skippy. Uncle Skip. Skip's a good God name. God bless you. I miss That's you. I love you. That's a great name. Yeah. But he was saying, he goes, you're not a human. He goes, <laughs> he goes, if you watch the end of that movie and you don't cry, you're not a human being. Like, yeah. Right. But by the way, there's stuff in the deleted footage that actually elaborates a little bit on why Steve Martin doesn't trust him that much. Okay. There's a scene that that you see of the wife at home where she's complaining to her mother about how he's never home, Steve Martin. Okay. They, and they how she that thinks she she's no having an affair. Okay. Yeah, And, yeah, like, yeah. so that that's there why it a means lot. so much yes. when he gets home. I'm reading about all this. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but there's, you got, you if you get that, that 4K, you got you got about I would argue 25 <laughs> minutes of unseen. That I would buy candy. just for that. Any more yeah. candy I can get. Uh, there's a scene in Uncle Buck where he's uh, the neighbor, the nosy neighbor, who's played by uh, the girl from Roseanne, wonderful actress, Lori Metcalf. Lori Metcalf, one of the greatest, who I saw on Broadway doing Misery with Bruce Willis. I saw her on Broadway she doing Brighton Beach, Brighton Beach Memoirs. Oh wow! How was Misery? How was Bruce Willis in Misery? No shade. Right, I mean, she like really outclassed. I felt like in a live form, she she outclassed. Him. He might have been he he he. You might say he was like understated, but she was a lunatic. You know, that so she she really was like wow. How do she they do like, the thing at the end when they fight and everything? Like, do they do that on Broadway? Uh, it was really cool, actually. That the, it was uh, the house was on like a lazy Susan, like a. You know, and, and, and it would turn and, and as they walked into the other room. And so they, they had multiple houses, like, you know, the bedroom and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah. I just was, watched uh, Misery the other night. I love, that's one of my favorite movies, dude. It's arguably the greatest Stephen King adaptation yeah. ever. I mean, it's amazing. She yeah. is, Kathy Bates. If that's on, I watch it. She's a, she is amazing in She's that movie. legitimately scary. I've seen it a hundred times. I'm still scared of her. I still feel like anxious when you, she thinks she's, when he, when he drops the freaking thing off and he faces it the wrong way. Dude, she, that's one of the scariest movie villains in a horror movie. It's a horror movie, yeah. essentially, yeah. in a way, right? It's like a thriller, but. She's in like top. Have you seen? No, that I've never seen. Come on, guys. Get your shit together. But I Get I, your head out of fucking AI's ass. <laughs> And go watch something. I need Yo, to know the not top for nothing. Hold, holds up. You'll be, you will love it. Watch it right away. I love Stephen. You'll King. love it, dude. When but she, I, uh, I need to know your top five crying movies. How are you not going to tell us? Oh, uh, I'll tell you. It was, uh, it was, and like we had to name the scenes in each, but I'm going to just rattle them off. Uh, it was uh, Grumpy Old Men, Malcolm X, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Superman, and. Um, the fifth one was um, The Untouchables, When Sean Connery Dies. Wow, those were not the movies I would think you would say. I just, I picked ones for different reasons, but the legitimate, I started, I st Pat and I, I'm not kidding, on the episode, Pat and I both started crying talking about the movies. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. He talked about the Royal Tenenbaums. Like when, when the son, when Ben Stiller says at the end of Gene Hackman, I've had a hard year. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Wait, before I've you continue. It, it's, 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 I want, I want to be part of this, but Prince Paul's asking if you can come. So yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I just finished up. Can head over to you. How long will you be there? I just want to make sure I can make it on time. This is wild. You know, I've been listening to this guy since I was 11 years old. 
Wait till I tell him I got two copies of his album because it went out of print and I was scared I wouldn't find it. It's a, it, the, the one I had would get damaged. Oh, my God. <laughs> you love data. You just collect yeah. data. Yeah. <laughs> no, Paul start. Pat started crying on the episode, talking about the end of Royal Tannenbaums, had to at one point turn his camera off and walk off and clean himself up. And then I started crying when I... This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. We appreciate them. Uh, we talk about uh, BetterHelp uh, a lot on this podcast. They're a big sponsor. I uh, I got to tell you, if you have never tried therapy, you were thinking about it, I think this is a, an accessible, really good way to try it. I, I used to live with anxiety, still do, but I never really realized that I didn't have to live and just deal with all the anxieties I had. Um, I just... And not get better with them. And, and and when I started doing therapy, it really, really changed my life. So when they came on as a sponsor, we checked it out, and we really, really liked it. Um, if you've benefited from therapy uh, before, and you should try this too because it's completely different. Um, it's entirely online. Uh, it's designed to be convenient and flexible uh, to, to fit your schedule, especially in this day and age. Uh, you don't have to make any appearances. You don't have to be on camera, actually. Uh, just fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. You could switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. And I think that is a really big selling point because a lot of times when you go to therapy in person, just like anything else, you have to click with the person in order for, for it to be as maximized, uh, you know, potential of it. And uh, it's hard. It's hard to start up regular therapy and then then quit that person and find another person. This makes it way, way easier. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TasteBuds today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TasteBuds. Funny joke. Yeah. All right, guys, if you're trying to do something about your overall health, and we all are, you know that there are fad diets that come and go, and maybe you were successful on some of them, and then boom, as soon as you stop them, the weight comes back. That's why you have to change your lifestyle, and Noom is not a fad. It uses psychology, not trends, to help keep your, 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 your intentional, sustainable choices, and they are aligned with your weight loss goals. Uh, it's true. It's like you have to stop and you have to think. Like, I have food triggers that I didn't realize, right? So I now, when, with using Noom, which, by the way, 18 pounds, 18 pounds, I've been using Noom and one other thing which I can't mention, but I'm really, I will now not put myself in situations that lead to me falling apart. I avoid situations. It's all psychology-based, all right? Noom empowers you to build more sustainable habits and behaviors, basically. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Everyone's journey is different, so your daily lessons are personalized to you and your goals. And whatever your health goals are, the flexible program focuses on progress instead of per perfection. Not going to beat you up if you have an off day, right? Choose your level of support from five-minute daily check-ins to personal coaching. First-time Nooners lose an average of 15 pounds. After being active in the program for 16 weeks and 95% of customers say Noom is a good long-term solution. Stop chasing health trends and build sustainable healthy habits with Noom's psychology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com slash TasteBud. That's N-O-O-M.com slash TasteBud to sign up for your trial today. Check out Noom's first ever book, The Noom Mindset, a deep dive into the psychology of behavior change available to buy now wherever books are sold. And then I started crying uh, when I started talking about Empire Strikes Back. At what point? The it's when he goes, it, kill, it just destroys me. Star Wars meant so much to me as a kid. 
And I, I saw it. that I, I saw Empire Strikes Back in the theater. It was the most the most excited I ever was to see a movie was Return of the Jedi because of how bad Empire Strikes Back fucked me up with the cliffhanger ending and everything. But I was like seeing Han Solo uh, in peril. Like, they're going to fucking do this right now. They're going to freeze this guy. And they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so it starts with that. And uh, God damn it, it's going to make me cry. He's getting there. It's uh, <laughs> yeah. when Chewbacca starts uh, throwing the stormtroopers out and, you, and you're like, oh, my God, he loves him. He really loves him. Chewbacca. I am crying. I am crying. He, I, like, chew- <laughs> he's crying, Sal. I am. I'm Sal's a little bit- texting during your crying. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's texting Prince Paul. Yeah. You, got, you know Prince Paul or no? You know De La Soul. You know the Gravediggers, at least? They had a... I only know the, hit, the, okay. the hits. You know, but you know Gravediggers. No, I wouldn't know them, you just though. You just stepped on my emotion. I mean, I was... Oh, my God. He's I'm crying. so sorry. Just, you literally have tears in your eyes. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I was I was like, I, my ADHD yeah. was going. It's okay. Uh, and this was over Chewbacca then, yes? <laughs> <laughs> I was serious. Yeah, when Chewbacca okay. starts throwing this, and you're like, oh, my God. Because up till that point, Chewbacca is just this, like, big, rough, like, dog thing. You like him, but... He's not like tender, and you're like, oh my god, he loves him. And then, and then the capper is, I love you, and he goes, I know, to to Leia. And oh, you're like, that, yeah. You're that. like, holy shit, he yeah. finally, he does love her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, then the and then the fucking dude, that ending with him still frozen, it it like I I didn't even I couldn't even compute it as a kid. I couldn't. Do you know? I didn't understand. I was like, this doesn't make sense. They lost. Do you know what viscerally shook me as a kid? Sure. You mentioned Superman. I want to say it's Superman 3. Okay. Oh, when he turns evil? No. Which one is Zod? That fucked me up. Which one is Zod? Is 3? Zod's 2. 2. It's 2. Is that the one where he gets beat up in the diner yep. and roll and that they, fucked they, me up? Threw him into the jukebox and he's bleeding. And he rolls it and the guy beats the shit up. He beats him up later. Yeah, but like when he, he throws the guy into the jukebox, but the guy beats him up and he there. like he just put he just like puts him down on his knees basically. Well, before he got back at him, when I watched that, yeah, I was like, I was so like moved. I was like so upset. Sal, one of my honorable mentions on the episode was. Was Superman 2 when he comes back and he's Superman again and he goes, uh, <laughs> God damn it. I was the best this thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Are we at 30 yet? Yeah. Oh, where are we? At 30. Okay. Because I know this is French style is big. I just don't okay. Know. Yeah. yeah. When he goes, uh, when he goes, uh, care to step outside, Zod? I, I, you're, you, it's, you're, it's so awesome. Yeah. 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 God yeah. damn it. I know. Well, I feel like I got to think of a movie that I cry with now. When, when I cry. I mean, I cry I mean, like I said, I cry literally at everything. Repeat but. offender. Repeat crying. Yeah, I could give you songs immediately, but um, crying at a movie. I mean, I, I can't think of anything. But if you just read a list, I'd be like, yes, 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 yes. As a kid, I remember crying at the terms of endearment. <laughs> <laughs> Kramer versus Kramer made me cry. Beaches, but these are these are when I'm a, I'm a kid, you know, like a kid, those young are your kid. Classic. Uh, those are some. Did you have a Star jerks. Wars? I didn't classic cry tear at jerks. Star Wars. Um, possibly Bambi. She gets lit up. Anything, anything, anything bop, bop, bop. like truly heroic. Yeah. 
where you see like people come together. Jay, Big Jay cried. Remember, Big Jay cried at uh, <laughs> fucking Ben Ben Affleck and Bruce Willis. Oh, and Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Dude, all right, we got to get to the battle. Let all me right. give you these gifts really quick. I got texted the, the joke, other joke in the style of Joe DeRosa. Hey, how's it going? So I was at a restaurant the other day, and I ordered a steak, and the waiter asked me, how would you like your steak cooked? And I said, oh, just cook it until it's still bleeding, but it's not screaming anymore. And the waiter <laughs> just looked at me like I was a psychopath, and I was like, what? That's how I like my steak. But then the waiter came back and said, I'm sorry, sir. We can't cook your steak that way. We only have medium rare or well done. And I said, well, in that case, just give me the medium rare and tell it to stop being such a wimp. I got to tell you. A little closer to you than the other one. I got to tell you, it does get down me making a big deal out of nothing. Yeah. In a restaurant thing. Yeah. <laughs> so they at least got, got that, that part, right? And wasn't I in the doctor with the one you just said, the masturbating? Yeah. The one we did the other day, they put me at the doctor too? Yeah. So I went to the doctor the other day, and he <laughs> said I had a vitamin D deficiency. And I said, Doc, I'm from Staten Island. We get enough D out there. He just looked at me and said, I don't think that's the same thing. But hey, what does he know? I feel great. Did they just say I, I take penis? I don't know. I don't understand what that means. But dude, they got you Staten Island down. Oh. I think that's what's insulting. It's referencing personal data about you somehow. Well, I mean, I'd imagine, right? It it scours Wikipedia, you know, whatever. It scours the internet so it can collect certain pieces of information. I mean, this is bad, but everybody keep playing with it like it's nothing. <laughs> it's still learning. That's what's scary. That's what's scary. Yeah. It only referenced Staten Island now for Sal because it's still learning. Watch Megan, man. Megan, like, really depicts it very oh, well. Did you like that? I didn't get to see it. Yeah, it was good. But it depicts, like, the evolution of, of, need, a, of AI. More, I don't need any more anxiety. Anyway, all right, look, yeah. we got to get to the battle. Do you want me to give you these now or next episode? Next episode. Let's get to the battle. Sorry, Hornswoggle. Uh, T-shirt in there. Can you close that box just because my uh, my OCD? Can you kick it to the right, please? I just don't want to even see it. To the right, not forward, but now it's right in my line of sight. Well, don't look at it. It's impossible. You don't understand OCD. I would just like it out of my purview, please. Just just with my original ask. If you can just get it out of the. Thank you. I'm back. Please clip that. Now, I'm telling right, you right now, I think I think in people's opinion. We got to get not, salty here. All right. We're too calm. It's too nice. I've been crying. We got to get salty. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ready? Yeah. Who's going first? You, you go first. You insult me first. You go first because I need to know what your level is. <laughs> uh. All right, ready? Yeah. It's, it's time, time to get salty. It's time to get salty. It's time to get salty. Grow up with the shoes. Grow up. Wow. Yeah. You're 45 years old. You're running around wow. like fucking Punky Brewster. It's enough. <laughs> Shout out, Punky. It's enough. It's enough. Oh, wow. See, I thought these were... I thought these were... It's enough. Hot, hot like fire as the kids... It's fire. enough. The, you know, shoes don't make a well, personality. Me, you know well, what I mean? Well, oh, really? Yeah, stop. Well, I have enough to go around on the person. <laughs> uh, Pimp, do you like them? I love them. I love them. V, love them and obsessed. Okay. One of these guys is doing his own thing. Pip's wearing a shirt that was sewn together from two different shirts. (laughs) 
All right, and, yeah, I, I, I and V say, didn't know who John Candy was, <laughs> so I, you know, I don't know where you're going for your I support say, here. Pimp is tough to get to get approval from clothing wise, because I just feel like he wears just just different. I I, I feel like he just wears different textiles. All right, like his whole entire thing is just take a little of this, a little of that. This is a shirt, but I'm gonna wear it as a pants. I know, I hear yeah. you. All right, hit me back, ready? Yeah, it's time, time to get salty. It's time to get salty. It's time to get salty. Grow up. You just told. Tens of thousands of people that you cried over a goddamn Wookiee. <laughs> and you cried in front of them, right? You cried in front of them over Chewbacca. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's. I cried when Han Solo died in Force Awakens. I know, but you cried crazy. over Chewbacca and you just told, I, you told me to grow up with my shoes. Right. You can't tell me, this is at least, it's just at least fashion. But you agree with it, you don't. You just said to me the irony, grow up with the shoes when you were wiping away the tear that was still there I didn't from know, crying over I didn't know emotions Chewbacca. had an age limit. Okay. I don't know emotion set at age mm, limit. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Crying at Chewbacca though. Why? You, I mean, do you wear underoos? He's a living, still? breathing. <laughs> you guys don't even know what underoos is. There was no laugh. Yeah, no, no, no. Do you guys know what underoos are? <laughs> yeah. Underoos were the shit, actually. If I had, they still had underoos, I'd get them. I know they were great. Yeah, you know what I love underoos? And color forms. Color forms, but underoos are clothes. No, I know, but I would play with color forms. What about so. freezy freakies, bro? I don't know what that is. What do you? 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 I don't know what it is. It's the gloves that when it got cold, the things would appear on them. It was mm. literally like you couldn't get them when you were younger. It was like a cabbage patch. Oh yeah. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. Oh wow. Right. I forgot that existed until right now. How about this? They. I thought of it like three, four years ago, and we were going on a ski trip. And uh, with Ari and a bunch of comics, uh, whoever, everybody was there. And uh, I was like, let me see if these, I was going to buy us old ones. They re, re, they re brought the company back. And I bought brand new Freezy Freakies for everybody. What the hell? All yeah. right, we got to get to the battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got Friends versus Seinfeld. I am taking Friends. Because. Uh, well, because Sal, per usual, goes, I, I, I have to take I, the easy I, win. I, I didn't do that. I have to take I Seinfeld. I didn't do that at all. As a matter of fact, you called me up and you go, babe, I got it. Frasier versus Seinfeld. Yeah. No, no, no said, we did that on the get, show. You're going to get creamed. We did it on the show last week. You're going to get creamed. We talked about it on the show yeah, last week. And we week. were just about to do Frasier Seinfeld, and I was like, I, know, but when I don't we know, first, man. When we first came up with this, it was going to be Seinfeld versus Curb. Right, which would have been that's that's well, Friends is really a behemoth as well. Though. So I last time we were on, I said I can't do Friends. I have to do Frasier. Frasier is my arguably my favorite sitcom of all time. So is Seinfeld, arguably. Sure, but Can we crack a window just for a little bit. I'm here's sorry. the Thank thing: you. V said Friends is great. Uh, I found myself for some reason curious after she said Friends that. is Friends is great. I never watched it. I've been watching Friends for the last two weeks. She's shocked that you never watch Friends now. After not knowing the last ten references we've said. Well, <laughs> she was here's appalled. Why. Here's why I didn't watch Friends. Friends came out when I was about a senior in high school. Uh, you know, senior year, you're not sitting home watching sitcoms. Every girl I knew, though, it was all they watched at that time. And that, and I, and I, no, I watched Friends. And I, Friends was... Friends was Big enough to it was it overcame. So it was senior year. Then I went into college, and you know it's party time, you know. And then I started doing stand up. It but was like Seinfeld I just, didn't it rap till ninety eight. Seinfeld came out when I was like ninety a freshman in high school or yeah. something. Yeah, that's uh, and I by the way I never watched Seinfeld when it was on. I re I'd seen it, but I revisited it. Uh, you you didn't watch. 
I never watched anything until it was over. I watched the finale because it was such a big event. And I hated it. I hated. I enjoyed the, I the finale. Like, I still don't like the finale. I like the finale. And it put me off of wanting to see any more. Wow, that's crazy, bro. And then about seven years ago, I was addicted. Seven years ago or so, I called. Shout out Pat Walsh once again, and I said, "Is Seinfeld worth buying? Because it's like fifty bucks for the whole series on Amazon today." And he was like, "You're insane. Buy it right now." Oh my god! And I bought it. And I watched it all the way through and then obsessively ever since. And I was like, this is probably the greatest sitcom of all time. But I, I used to deliver pizza and I got out at 11. But if there was no there was no orders, I could mop and clean up and get out at about 1045. And I lived like seven minutes from the pizzeria. And I would mop and clean. This is a syndicated Seinfeld at 11 p.m. Just to get home fast enough to hit record on my VHS. Right. And I have my own Seinfeld VHS library. There's about five, six episodes per tape. And I had a marble notebook with the episodes and the guide in yeah. the notebook. That's how much I love Seinfeld. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. I used to do that with the Twilight Zone yeah. before I owned the whole thing. But uh, the uh, you, Se I love Seinfeld. I did the same thing with Frasier. I went back after the fact and fell in love with it. I love Frasier so much. Friends, in all seriousness, as of this moment of the recording of this podcast, Friends is not even in my top probably 10 sitcoms of all time because I am le less familiar with it than the others. However, but given that V piqued my curiosity yeah. and I started to watch over the last two weeks, I am falling in love with it. And I feel, Did you watch from the beginning? Yeah, and I've gleaned enough now because I will obsess. Watching watch. sitcoms from the beginning is tough. You got to get to like season three of any sitcom before it. I actually think season three of Friends is where it starts to get a little. I, I don't think the, that season is anywhere near as good as one and two. Oh, really? Maybe so far, and then I, and it bums me out because you can start to see, you can start to see in season three that they're becoming that they're famous now. Yeah, they start to look better. It's like the thing Rob McElhenney said about when he got fat for yeah. It's Always Sunny. He's yeah. like, they just start to look better and better. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, Jennifer Aniston, like, I can tell, like, she was in this movie by then and, like, well, whatever. Well, I'll tell you so, I like, thought what I thought you were going to say, which is one of my criticisms of Seinfeld, if I'm being fair, was that if you watch the first season, like, it's a tough watch. It, it finds its stride in, like, there might be an episode or a moment. Halfway through season two is where Seinfeld becomes Seinfeld. all that stuff, right? Yeah. It's the wa the washing machine one. When they go down for the washing machine revenge. Yeah. And Kramer does the whole set piece with trying to pour the cement in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that might also be the nose job one. If season one, is two that, is nose that the, job. Is that the tape, the, uh, tape machine, the phone? What's that? Answering machine one? With it going that's two or three. Okay. I don't remember. But, yeah, but that's when it... it that's that 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 whole. Yeah, but I'll tell you yeah. what Seinfeld suffered from. I thought that it became so the most popular thing on earth that that they then started the storylines came from a place of oh we have a formula now, like, and then they the the character you have to I guess evolve somehow and the characters became caricatures. It was so, it, it became a cartoon. The last two two seasons. Or like a cartoon, maybe even three seasons. The it's last like they're doing. It's almost like they hired new writers, and the writers were like, "Let me let me write a Seinfeld episode from what I know." The like, last two seasons have some of the best episodes, and by far the worst episodes. Oh, they, it's like, bad. Like, but like, there's Not there's as, no, nowhere near like two through six. There's some bangers in the last two seasons. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But but some overall, misses. it's very very. By the yeah. way, the misses I still love. Like I'm just saying, in in comparison to themselves. But Seinfeld, you know. 
I mean, I'll tell you what. Seinfeld and Friends have a lot of the same traits as a sitcom. You could put it on and like it could be halfway through one and you literally watch it because it's instantly it, ca- it so instantly grabs you. For the last two weeks, I've been watching Friends at lunch. And anytime I eat lunch or dinner at home, I watch it. Anytime I'm working at home, I have it on in the background. And then I've been going to sleep to it. So I'm 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 pretty deep into season wow. like four at this point. Okay. I've I've gotten through a lot. I, oh, this you, is what I do. I get obsessed with. Oh, the you show. don't even know that you're about. You don't know about what happens in the, like the mid to later seasons. I know how the show ends. <laughs> I've seen the finale. Why? 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 That you're you're shocked that he doesn't know the end of the show <laughs> yeah. yet. Well, no, no, I know I know how the show ends. A, a lot of but a lot of stuff happens between the characters. Yeah, they they go through. No, a, I know. A, a long, I've watched like a, a, the opposite of Seinfeld, which made a promise I know that, and kept it. I know that Ross. I know that Ross and and. Uh, uh, Rachel eventually break up. I know that Ross is going to get married to the English woman. I know that Rachel comes back in. I know that Chandler and Monica end up together. I know the series ends with Monica and Chandler what? with the babies and them leaving. And this is what I will say. How I do you have, know all that? Because I've seen some of it out of sequence okay. over the years. And but, like but I'm putting a, it together as I watch it. there's like a lot of tumultuous things that yeah, happen. Yeah, no, to I know, I know. Yeah. Um, and some of it I don't know. But... You know, dude, this is where I'm at. I'm, I, I was online drama. last Some night. There's drama in there. I was online last night looking up Phoebe's apartment. I was like, where does she live? Do we okay. see it ever? I want to see now. I want to yeah. see what Phoebe's apartment looks like. That's weird that she doesn't live there, too. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, she, uh, anyway, I will tell you this right now, and I'll say it right off the bat. As far as landing sticks go, Seinfeld doesn't hold a fucking candle as far as I'm concerned to friends. I Land, already know. I will sticks? be sticking the landing. Oh, I will right. be crying my eyes out at the end of Friends the way I do at the end of Golden Girls. Yeah, but when they I'm leave sorry. that house at the end of Golden Girls, I'm like, it is devastating. Sure, and that's sure. what the end of this will be. I will tell you that Seinfeld lacks that kind of emotion, but that is not. They build their show. Promising you, you will not get emotion. There will not be relationships that you have to latch on to. They will not. They, they said that that was as advertised, and they stayed the course. And they were like, That's not the "This is just." I don't even mean the show about nothing because it is about stuff. But it's just like they just stayed in self-contained episodes for the most part, and they stayed stuck to their formula. It was about jokes. It was about shitty people. It was. But that's not what I'm talking about. I am not talking about the emotional depth of something. Okay. I know I said that. It's I probably sound like that's what I meant. What I meant was, and this is why I can argue Friends over Seinfeld. Friends, I do think the emotional resonance of Friends carries a lot farther than the character characters of Seinfeld because of the emotional depth. But it's a show that that hinges on the friendship and the relationship of those characters and it lands in a place that you feel fulfilled where those what you saw with those characters Seinfeld did not in any in my opinion in any way shape or form deliver a fulfilling well, resolution think about, think it's, of, it's, 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 they become so unlikable in yeah. the last episode they are such petty people and they do try to do a little bullshit emotional thing no, they don't. when the plane's going down Jerry I always wanted to oh give me a fucking break that was just that. a little bre- that, that was a tease and then they didn't do it it's lame it's though. a breadcrumb nah it's I, lame. I, and then, like, I, I will the tell you think of the task back, they have at hand right you have you have a history of these six characters in their relationships in their friendships that had an arc over all those seasons 
So when you're wrapping it up, you have a lot more invested to wrap up. Seinfeld stayed a la carte. It stayed It stayed to just, uh, we're shitty people. And so you're not going to get that kind of gravity. Here's a, but here's the thing, too. Here's the thing, too. I don't agree that Seinfeld was about shitty people because it wasn't. It was about people being frivolous and and uh, petty. You know, you know what sums it up? Nuanced. What sums it up? The one where Elaine gets the number, the other, the Bizarro friends. Sure, Feldman from across the hall. Yeah, when she tells Jerry she can't hang out with them anymore, the way she describes their hangout that was later on though. I know, but she says she goes, "I can't keep coming to this apartment, pouring over every little stupid thing about life or whatever." That to me is what the show was about. It was about people that had absolute it's curb. It's yeah, it's, yeah but but it's, on, it's minutia. But here's the thing: by the end of Seinfeld, yeah, they're they don't even care about each other anymore. It's there's there's a camaraderie with Seinfeld in the contest. The 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 pinky you know the pinky bet whatever how yeah, they sure. do it. They have it. They're a team, and they get each other's backs, and they help each other through their problems. And they fight and whatever. They're real friends. Now, it's not emotional uh, in the traditional sense, but they are friends. And then it gets to a point where it's just like, okay. oh, now, like, he does, like, he'll, he'll like, throw George under the bus even. Yeah, like, like, like I said, yeah. it, I, thought, I thought it did unravel the last couple of seasons, but I think that what it did right and what it did for so many years was so good that it's forgivable. And I, I don't think those last couple of seasons are knocking its position out of first place. I think most people collectively think Seinfeld's number one, and I think that's held the test of time. Seinfeld has been off the air for 25 years at this point. 25 years. And people still are like, this is the best sitcom ever. People don't still say that about MASH. People don't still, I mean, they're old They now, still but, say it about Friends? Right, but that was kind of at the same time. I know, that's why I think this is a good adversary. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean... And I'll tell you what, Friends, you can't even knock it because it did get into the zeitgeist and it did influence a lot of things. It influenced fashion. It influenced uh, people, the way they spoke. But nothing Dude, more. It is, I can't, you can't name a thing more. Is, people speak in Seinfeld quotes, not even quoting Seinfeld. People use Seinfeld quotes to communicate in their regular daily they, dialogue. They do that. That's, they do, a, that's something that is... Who else has achieved that? There were there were friends things that they did with that. I remember I remember. But but also yeah. too, I'll say this about you want to talk about the zeitgeist. You look at the guest star list. See that episode yet? I don't know. All right. Well, when you do, so. I may have been me. half asleep or eating a steak. You know what it is? <laughs> 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 the two states. I'm not that. absorbing every detail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you guys want to guess which one had the bigger finale? Viewers well, wait, wait, hold. Yes, I do. What year was the I know it finale? was Seinfeld. Oh, four? Oh, it went six years past Seinfeld? Yeah. 94 to 04. I know that Seinfeld had the bigger finale. The Times Square watch, it was crazy. Seinfeld, Seinfeld finale was insane. For the sh I, for I the remember where I was for it. How about that? I don't remember where I was for Friends. Where were the you? type of show that it was. At my neighborhood bar. Hello Fresh, Hello Fresh, Hello Fresh. With Hello Fresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on Hello Fresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. 
Let's talk a little bit with HelloFresh, okay? With HelloFresh, you're getting seasonal ingredients picked at peak ripeness for quality you can taste. Ingredients travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days, so you know it's fresh. They make it easy to eat what you love. Customize select meals by swapping out proteins or sides, even adding protein to a veggie dish. And now you can upgrade for organic chicken or organic ground beef on select meals. Okay, sure. We love HelloFresh here. I mean... I got hooked on it when they sent it to me to try at first, and now I can't wait for those brown bags to hit the mail, and I get them, and I know that week I'm having something that I haven't had in a while. With the cost of groceries going up, now's the perfect time to get started with HelloFresh. It is 25% less expensive than takeout and cheaper than the grocery store. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TasteBuds60 and use the code TasteBuds60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash TasteBuds60. Use the code TasteBuds60 for 60% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. The type of show that Seinfeld was, the fact that it was as big as it was is, is nuts. Yeah. This is like an, it's like a niche little weird, like. It just found something in the window. We got to shut it. that window. I am freezing. You can absolutely shut it. I just, I just wanted a, a blast of fresh. Here's my point, though. What I was going to say, you want to talk about Zeitgeist, put that phone down. I'm just, you want to talk about Principal, bro. That's, we got V on it. Let V do her job. You do yours. Right here. Right here. Okay. Right here. Right here. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, we uh, <laughs> was I just reaching into the cookie jar? <laughs> no, 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 no. I no, didn't no. mean to slap you that hard. Then no, I started no, laughing because it seemed like it was fine. too hard. What you did was fun. The um, you went over the Zeitgeist, dude. Look up guest list, guest stars on Friends. Yeah, I'm not impressed. Dan Brad Pitt. I'm not impressed. It is nuts. I'm not dude. impressed. They were all A-list celebrities, and she was married to Brad Pitt, wasn't she? I, 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 Reese Witherspoon I, I, said. I, I, Reese Witherspoon it was said fun. she couldn't believe she got to go in. Yeah. and be on Friends. Like I know. Uh, Matthew Perry got to date Julia Roberts. Yeah, because he's faxed her and said, "We want you to be on the show." It was fun to see those people, but I, what Seinfeld did is the opposite. Seinfeld broke people. Broke people before they they hit it. Like I mean, literally. Courtney Cox. What? Courtney Cox. What about her? She's episode of Seinfeld. She oh plays sure, yeah. The fake wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, uh, but Cox, but also Brian Cranston, Tim Watley. You know what I mean? And and the list probably well, goes I on. I would I would argue though. I would argue. I don't think Seinfeld broke people. I think they had a lot of people on there that before that became, they were known. Yeah, that were talented. Yeah. But like Brian Cranston was broke by Malcolm in the Middle. Much more so than Seinfeld. Courtney Cox obviously was broke by Friends, not by not by Seinfeld. So on and so forth. But but I will say Seinfeld has a lot of people where you go, holy, like you know, Patton Oswalt's on an episode of Seinfeld. Sure. Um, but John Favreau's on an episode of Seinfeld. And Friends. Favreau's got one of Favreau's, my favorite. Favreau's Favreau's era, Eric the Clown, right? One of my favorite. Eric, right? yeah, Eric he's my clown? favorite Seinfeld. He's sucking down equal packets. Yeah, he's my favorite Seinfeld uh, cameo. Is that right? Is yeah. When he goes, when he goes. That was before he was known at all. When he goes, why are you giving me a hard time, man? <laughs> you hung this up is on some just clown a from gig. the '60s, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is just a gig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so Eric funny. the clown put it out with his big shoe. Um, that was before he was anything. Then he was on Friends, actually. After that, but I'll tell you, the nothing, nothing has dug its claws into the lexicon of American pop culture the way that Seinfeld does. I'll even say 
go to movies, go even beyond that. I, I think that that is on a pedestal. Even I if would, you don't like it, it's undeniable I what would it disagree. did. I would disagree. I, it is undeniable what it did. But I would disagree. I would say the only other show that did that is Friends. Dude, the but theme Seinfeld. song was a hit song. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, when you hear that song, you get, like, emotional. But, it makes you think. Dude, that I, show, I will tell you this. I'll tell you that you know what both shows have done this for me. Both shows have done this for yeah. me, honestly. But more so, even in the shorter amount of time I spent with friends, I can say more so with friends. It has made me think of you and my and like our friendship. Sure, I, I like that. watch it and I watch everybody hanging out in Monica's apartment, and I'm like. Oh, that's like when I hang out at Sal's and we're all there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. honestly. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm like Monica when we hang out at Sal's. I am like Monica. Very particular. I'm Monica. We're two Monicas. I got news for you. I'm a Ross. I'm Ross for sure. But that's what people did a lot with that. I'm right. this. I'm that. I really, I'm that. Yes. But people do that to me, bro. People are like, I'm like you. I'm like Murr. Who I are you with Seinfeld? Because I'm a, I'm a Costanza with a little Kramer sprinkled in. Yeah, I think I'm part, I'm part all of them. And that's the beauty of that one too that's a good point I, i'm part of all of that but i uh but i will say like um with with, with seinfeld this is how much I, of a monica i am uh, i will say this with seinfeld episodes, i've seen every episode of Seinfeld. every episode yeah i've seen minimum minimum five times there's episodes i've probably seen 30 times so what is can i ask you a question my point is can i ask you a question if something is that repeatable sure. how can how can something be that repeatable? I you I get sick of hearing songs. I got sick of too many lucky charms. I get sick of shit. How can I watch can the I, same Seinfeld episode and just smile and say the words along with it? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What is what is wrong in your head? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you texted me last night. Mm -hmm. You just said you've seen every episode five times. And you're not sick of it. You texted me last night and said, I don't know if I feel prepared. <laughs> To defend Seinfeld properly, how much more prepared could you? Possibly I'll tell you be? why I said that. I'll tell you why I said that. Okay, I I have not watched Seinfeld in a while, and I used to be able to. It was like a freakish knowledge, and I I just wished I could come to the table with my freakish knowledge. Now it's just like it's a deep knowledge, but. And then I thought of it for one second, and I literally the next text I was like, "Nah, what am I saying? I could do that." Right. You know right, what I mean? Right. Um, the uh, this is how much of a Monica I am. Right. Yeah. I was watching an episode recently where she she can't get over that she broke up with Tom Selleck. Turn that thing off. Yeah, I'm just worried about the prince. Don't, don't, we got V on it. Okay. Mm. V's on it. Okay. This guy's not a king. He's just a prince. Okay. Let's cool our jets. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. He's, I can't believe I'm going to be Prince Paul today. I'm, I'm, I can't wrap my head around this right now. Anyway. Um, I don't even think he knows what he's getting into. Then we're screaming at him over matzo ball or something. We should maybe do a hip-hop battle with him. We, Ooh. We've, I know we've teased these. We can do these another time. The ones yeah. we've, Anyway. Uh, it was she can't get over that the Tom Selleck breakup. And she starts making jam. Don't you dare start crying right she's, now. No, I won't. She okay. starts making jam, and she's like, "This, I need something to do. And then she's like, you know what? The jam thing, it's not working because it's going to cost me $17 a jar to break even or whatever. And uh, and, I, and I was like, that's kind of like my hoagie store, like her jam business, like my hoagie sure, shop. Sure, sure. And then she comes in in the next scene, and she goes, I'm done with the jam. And she's like, I'm going to have a baby. I know it's not the ideal. And everybody's like, have you thought of it? And I was like, 
I am so Monica. This is so me talking to Sal right now about I want to buy a house in the Poconos. And he's like, Joe, have you thought about this? Yeah. Like, calm down for sure, a second. Sure. Like, sure. I, you know? I, um, I will say she graded on me sometimes. Uh, Cox? Cox yeah. is a little waspy. Yeah. I will say this. There's nothing whiter on planet Earth than friends. There's, I, I don't mean, think they had a... Maybe bl- Mumford and Sons. Yeah. I don't think you they had I mean? a... Well, they've, they've caught flack for that. and they, they But, I mean, Seinfeld was all white cast, too, but they did have Seinfeld lean heavy, though, into at least white diversity. They get into Jewish. They get into Italians. Yeah. You well, know, they had Greeks. many They had many black... Uh, and, like, they, and there are black uh, characters. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, but Seinfeld... The best of all black characters on Seinfeld was Rebecca De Mornay. It's oh yeah, the face, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I thought you were gonna say Don, because you know they did this thing with Don, with Donna Chang. Remember Donna Chang? Yes, Donna yeah. Chang's a great one too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She was, and she was supposed to be like, yeah. I think you like people thinking you're Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, uh, that's a great episode. It was that Chinese woman. She's like, it's me, Donna Chang. <laughs> um. But okay, with Seinfeld, I also I like that I like a uh it's not serial. I like that. I kind of like it. It's it's like its own things get wrapped up in the episode. I I like that. Uh they they it, they did it well, they, you know. They, they, they when they do, hit that try, when they didn't intend to, but they ended up hitting that try where the B storyline and the A storyline come together at the end, and it, it didn't yes. feel forced. That's a mind. That's what that's they, what Larry doesn't curb now. He's a, he's a, he's the master of it. Yes, and, he is. He I is. mean, look, there'd be no curb without Seinfeld. I know that. And curb is probably my one of my favorite shows of all time, if not I, listen, more so than there's Seinfeld. nobody on television I have ever really more to than Larry David. Right. I mean, ever in my life. Right. I, 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 and I, I know everybody feels like that, but people, and I'm telling you, it, it, I, it's a true, I have a true relation to this, to that character. Right. Like, I, I'm just like, I, I've seen so many things where I'm like, I've done that. Yeah. I've, compl- I've, same, started something over this exact thing. Same. Whatever. But, but, um, uh, but, oh, but Seinfeld. They did do that for a while, and then in season season seven, to me, is where Seinfeld starts to taper off. I did not like that they did a whole season about George. Get- now, the finale of the season of That's George getting one married of the few is times great. They did it, yeah, is great that she dies. That they went there. It's it's so crazy. It's amazing. I mean, it's but a I sitcom where the main character. It, uh, like literally, his his wife dies. I'll say this: was she his wife, Susan? Yes. Yes. Was well, fiance. Fiance. Right. Yeah. Right. My fiance. I'll say this though. I've lost her. my 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 fiance has an inner ear infection. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say this though. I think Friends does arguably edgier jokes than Seinfeld. There's you know Phoebe going like Phoebe going like. My mom Seinfeld wouldn't let me watch the end of Old Yellow because she said it was too dark. You know, before she killed herself. Like I'm like yeah. they make like suicide. Well, they jokes. had a they had a whole show about masturbation. But yeah, you're I I could see that. There, there's some dark jokes. But I, but they I talk also, about they joke about like abuse, like emotional abuse. Yeah, they, they, I love that but, they go in on Mo, like Monica used to be fat and they just make fun of it. Like, yeah, you know I what like I mean? That, I like, like that. No, they do some things right. I I will. It's great. It's great. But I'll tell you another thing. There was a point in Friends where I was like, 
I was like almost like enough already. Like they now this one's dating this one and they have a past. This one's dating this one. And then they got so caught up in gotta, all of their all of their relationships. So then it became a show about six people's relationships. She and and they were all individual. And, they were, and I'm like, this is more like it's funny. They're peppering in jokes, but it's now like it's so much leaning in on the back and forth of relationships and b being heartbroken and you know and and, and all that stuff. And it's like. Okay, but like but that's what I'm that still stage... watching Seinfeld, and I'm just like I'm laughing. I came away from Seinfeld for the most part every episode. Just it's water cooler. I take I, you talk about it, and I will say this. I know I just said this, but honestly, it's not ten phrases. It's not fifty phrases. It's not even a hundred phrases. There are phrases that exist solely because of Seinfeld, and I, I mean you're talking hundreds more, of references. I don't. I think it's about a hundred. There's 178 than episodes ish. There's sometimes there's a couple a couple of them per episode. I don't think, but you're, you're saying public Come on, man hands, you're close saying, talker, fucking everything you could I, I possibly think. If think you really of. counted it up, it's about maybe 50 at the most. That's my opinion. But maybe, maybe references, but also just terms that be like not not like new references, but just the way like there had to be a second spitter. I'll, anything and everything. I'll say this. I'll say this. I'll say this. I do not. I do not care for the fact that Joey and uh, Rachel start to. Fuller, I, oh, you know that? Yeah, I told oh. you. I know a lot of. You didn't what say that earlier. I didn't say everything. I didn't love I that. I didn't love. I that. don't like it. Yeah. I just said I don't. I don't care for it. But uh, oh wait, here's the the point I've been tr hoping to get to. And after a you while, you want to talk about you want to talk about a powerhouse. This fucking show launched six people, who like six award winning people. Like this is that's crazy, dude. That's crazy. Seinfeld did four of them. I mean, everything I was on the, the up and up until until, I love until the, the Laugh Factory. I love the cast of Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. Michael Richards had a hard time finding work afterwards. Yeah. Jason well. Alexander had a hard time afterwards. Yeah, but that's because their characters were so like... That's fine. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is... Forget about it. Doesn't matter. Julia Louis-Dreyfus was batting a thousand at all times. Even Seinfeld himself, like the other venture, B-movie, these other things, you know, you're like, all right, I'm not knocking them. I'm immense respect for these people. I would be honor to meet and speak with any of them but you can't it's no contest when it comes to friends launch dude schwimmer like theater chops out his ass indie film uh dramatic television uh aniston of course movie star kudro uh, amazing actor the comeback uh she creates and produces television uh an amazing actor cox uh, uh, Cox with the what was the MILF show she did and Scream Cougar Town Cougar Town Scream all that stuff Matthew Perry if it wasn't for his I, his I feel bad for him with his addiction issues if it wasn't for that shit getting his way this guy's like one of the greatest comedic actors uh, in, in, in recent decades LeBlanc went on does two last man stand or not no I'm sorry uh, he did that show on like Showtime or something like that he did he did Joey bombed, but then he went and did the second show they created <laughs> called "It's Not Extras." It's called it's something like Episodes. That. Episodes. And then after Episodes, he had the he had the he had the sitcom that was a hit, uh, "Man of the House," whatever the fuck was it was. It? I don't know. Come on. Um, is that is that's yeah, everybody I, I just okay. named right? I, okay. Did I just name everybody? Yeah. Then you you want to talk about launching talent? Giovanni Ribisi coming in. He was that was a guest star. He already was who he was. Dude, he's like 17 on this thing. No, he's not. No, he's not, dude. He, he is, had work before that for show. 
For sure. I don't know. He was in, probably in Boiler Room before that. No, Boiler Room's like 2001, dude. But, but you mentioned that there, by the way, the theme Isn't song. It? Maybe I'm wrong. Very ubiquitous theme song you mentioned. I'll tell you right now. That's that whole 90s Lilith Fair type of shit. And it's 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 funny. Well, Lilith Fair is all women. Little uh-huh. fairs all women. Yeah, but it's like that 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 uh and I say what about breakfast so what? It, still was it was a huge hit. hit. It was a huge hit. I mean uh, dude pay jealousy. When, I know, but that stuff it's just when's so the last of that time, time. When's the last time it's very nineties. It's so, just, friends could be the last when I say this. Yeah, and I think you're gonna agree with me. Friends could be the last sitcom in our lifetime that had a theme song that could go onto a sitcom. Theme songs CD. I don't want. I haven't watched a sitcom in twenty years. But my point is, it's it's. I know. I know the theme from King of Queens, but it's not. It's no, not one that everybody I give knows. You it, but you know, sometimes it's, it's also like sometimes you you want to go. And sometimes you hear and you're like, oh fucking shut the fucking song up, please. I'll tell you this, Seinfeld. Look at what that theme song. There is no fucking theme song. The guy's slapping the bass, and that's it. It's it, sometimes it's five seconds, sometimes it's ten seconds. It's always Seinfeld's, different. You can hit two notes, and you're like, "That's Seinfeld." Seinfeld's easier to fall asleep to because it doesn't have the theme song at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> Even Curb is hard to fall asleep to because 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 every episode, every episode of Curb, bum bum bum, bam bam, like that'll. You're like, whoa, what happened? You know, if you doze off. But Seinfeld's the only one that used their theme song in the transitions of the show as well. It, it's it's woven into the fabric of the uh, show in a way that other shows don't do. Friends does like little variations of the theme throughout. Not, not, you know. not from scene to scene, it's for segues. Sometimes they do. And at the end, they'll How, put a when? sting on. I'm telling you, I don't know. They just, All right, well, they, there's Seinfeld like, did it first. They'll, they'll like sometimes take a variation of that main riff and use it like at the very end of the episode or like in between the scene or something. You want to say that it launched those stars? Seinfeld was the first sitcom for the stars to make a million an episode. For the 22 episodes of the season. No, Friends was, wasn't no, it? Seinfeld was. Okay. And then Friends was, I think. I'm near positive. I don't know, And man. They, they paved the they way. They were I mean, all for that. I mean, you talk it. about them being, I mean, you know, it's always like, it's like sports. Someone has to break the ceiling, and then that's a new precedent, and then someone else. And I think Seinfeld did it, and, and then Friends was the second people to do it. Um. Jennifer Anderson was getting paid the most, and then she said, "I no, can't. I heard, I heard they, they, they and then solidarity that's what happened. They like came all together. She's like, I'm not going to be paid the most on this, and so like everybody else, uh, like they came together and they got and like a I million will, an app. I Shout will out say Rachel that. Green. I will say that too. By the way, oh. I will say that, and it goes a long way for a guy like me. And you, and it was very evident on the Friends reunion that they did on HBO. They." truly seem to care about each other in real life. It seems like there's a true camaraderie there. I'm sorry, dude. I don't get that at all from Seinfeld. You watch like the the, the Charlie Rose roundtable things with Seinfeld. They're all business. Like they're like they don't seem like they're connected in any way. You watch the outtakes. Michael Richards isn't laughing. He's getting like annoyed with them. Yeah, he was serious uh, about that shit. Larry, David, and Jerry clearly had some kind of, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, I, yeah, I was, and and so even when they come back together on So uh, you're saying there's a chemistry in Friends that dude, was more authentic. Back, 
Yes, and when they come back, I mean, and when they, they come back together dude. on that reunion and they're walking around the set, it's like I didn't even watch the show at that point. I was like, "This is really sweet. This is really endearing. Like they love each other. Like there's a real yeah, but you, okay. that's, that's a really nice thing." But the comedic chemistry they, they had it on Seinfeld. I mean, I don't give a shit. If they're they friends had great in real comedic life. chemistry on Seinfeld. Yeah. But 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 I, I when you watch Seinfeld, Look, I, can't, it was like, I can't knock a show for not having good off-screen relations. Right, but, but like, that's but, what you were doing. <laughs> You just did it, and then you said you can't do it. I got to pee. So do I. I don't know why I just said that like Trump. I don't know. Did I got to pee. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a good pee. Do a Trump. I don't do a Trump impression. Everyone does a Trump impression. It looks like such fun to do. I know. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. It does look really fun. I don't know how to do it. I don't do impressions. Do you do any impressions? Any at all? Even close? Anything at all? Anything? Yeah. I have a, I have a Tom Hanks. I've done it on here, haven't I? I don't know. I don't recall. I used to do Dude. Tom Hanks. I used to do a thing in my act. I would, would do voiceless impressions. It was just like sure. body language, body like mannerism. Sure, sure. So Tom Hanks was one. Oh, so you don't? Okay, so okay, so go ahead. Yeah, I would do Tom Hanks ang angrily agreeing with somebody. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So here you go. You have to say like ask a question that somebody would ask a Tom Hanks character in a movie. Okay. Like think of a plot line. Go. So you mean to tell me? You know. Right. Right. Uh, think of a movie. It has to be a comedy. Then. Okay. Ready. Uh, I'm sorry to tell you, but this this house is a, basically a money pit. <laughs> you used to do that, like in every movie. I, I think I see that. He do would that. get like furious. <laughs> does it in the? It's the burbs. Did he it get a laugh? Yeah, it always people really? always got it. Yeah, I did Clooney. I, I, I forget how I did. I would like. I'd be like, there was always the part in the argument where he's like, he's like coming onto the woman, but he's intimidating her. Yeah, he'd be like, okay, <laughs> all right, do that. All right, I did Michael J. Fox and Teen Wolf walking down the hallway. How, how did you do that one? The one when he's you like won't cool? get it on. You won't when, he, when he is Teen Wolf. No. Okay. It was this. Forget the. I wish you could remember the Clooney. What the setup? Because the Clooney always got a laugh, which surprised me. But I can't remember what the setup for it was. This was Michael J. Fox. Ready? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's Prince Paul. I'm sorry. He, he's he might not. He's he's in traffic and he might not be able to get here in time to to make it worthwhile for us. Yeah. He, he said he might not get hit till 5.30. 5.30? Yeah. This was a real letdown, man. <laughs> yeah. This well, was a real letdown. All right, ready? Maybe another time. This was the Michael J. Fox. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow. But okay. he used to do that. Okay. That was like his... I, like, saw, I saw him in that. I saw him in, in you just now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great guy. I told you I had lunch with him. Yes. What a what, well, a, what a what a surreal lunch that was. Yeah. Q told me like the story in depth over a lunch that we awesome were having. Guy. Yeah. And I said I hope that you now go back to Michael J. Fox and tell him about this lunch. Yeah. Uh, to think to think <laughs> <laughs> just to think that I I don't know he was a, he's an icon man. to think I sat down and had lunch with yeah him. it's I, amazing a couple few hours went back to his office hung Talking out about sitcoms Nicest launching guy. careers yeah. Jesus Christ yeah yeah yeah. Um, all right, let's go to. Yeah, I got to pee. Let's let's let's, 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 let's get. I the, had to pee, and I've had to pee for the whole time, and so I think that might have clouded because I have a lot more to say about Seinfeld. I could keep going on this, yeah. Uh, but let's let's just get the vote, pimp. What were the best like 
character. Dee, you're killing me. I got to pee. Oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, right. I, yeah. you, you can throw any celebrity you want at me from friends as far as a good support. You mean you mean like a like a character. But like not like a, a regular, like from regular dad. to semi, from semi regular to semi regular to one offs. Seinfeld. I don't care that you bring on Brad Pitt, Paul Rudd, whoever you. Seinfeld did it without people being stars. They did it from the writing and from the characters. And that's another thing. How many? What other sitcom can you name that everyone, everyone can name every single one off? Character, friends, friends. one-off character. Friends. I'm not talking about the guy from the fucking coffee shop. I'm not I'm either. Talking about friends, one-offs. David, bro. David Arquette. You know, David Arquette uh, was recurring. No, he wasn't. He's in one episode. As as as. Oh my god, I forgot that too. The awesome connection to that about you, famous. where they get Phoebe to be twins with the waitress she played on Mad. Anyway, uh, everybody can name the one-off character. That's no, no, not no, true. No, 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 That's no, not no, true. No, no. You have to name. You just named the celebrity David Arquette. But I'm saying, oh, the soup Nazi. Oh, you know, like these types of characters are iconic, and they're one-episode characters. Are you kidding me? Well, I can't. You just named it before Donna Chang. I can't. I can't well, d- but hold on. A everybody, second. everyone, That's you a, could think everyone. It's an unfair argument. Not, not even Uncle Leo. I'm talking hold about on. the one-offs. It's an unfair argument. Here's why. Why? It's not. It's but it's the not, nature of Seinfeld show. Something, it's the same reason that you said you had the benefit of having emotions attached I'm to yours. You, right, I get the benefit of a lot of characters. Okay, I'm going to say something. Oh, I'm getting. I'm getting a little. It's an it's an uneven argument because Friends, given the nature of the show, called for recurring characters. Seinfeld called for one off characters. Characters, sure, but that is the nature of the show, and that's one of its pro. That's one of its cool things. Sure, I could also say, well, Friends was better at bringing in a recurring guy over three episodes for an arc that was really interesting. You know, what's his face that plays the crazy roommate that Chandler gets is so awesome. Uh, uh, the indie actor, the kid that was in Saving Private Ryan. Um, <sighs> no, no. No, the kid from the place the but crazy you could, But you could honestly, if I sat down and had some time, I could make a list of, I mean, a hundred, a hundred characters that but were famous. What show had film. better jokes? Adam Goldberg. What show had oh, better yeah. jokes to you? Made you actually laugh out loud more? I gotta tell you, I think I think pound for pound, friend has friends has better jokes. I think Seinfeld, as you form a relationship with the show, it becomes funny. What is that? It becomes funny in its own way because you need to be familiar with the show. But there is a lot of stuff on Seinfeld where you're like, they're they're resting on your fandom right now. There that's was that, later. I was going to say the opposite. There is stuff. There is stuff on paper that's not even close to a joke that they plug a laugh into, and you go because I because of it. There's a rhythm to Seinfeld. There's a familiarity that works, and it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. But it's a Seinfeldism thing. It's not a joke. Joke. Friends has like joke jokes where I'm like, holy shit! Yeah. Like that's a that's a setup. Yeah, punch. but you're writing the jokes are different. I mean, you're writing two different types of jokes, and I think both of them did their own thing well. But I don't think you can compare that okay. they're better than Seinfeld's because I'm, not, that, I'm that's just a saying silly if you're argument. talking joke jokes, I think Friends. Friends is situationally like Friends has like more natural speaking dialogue type of jokes, but Seinfeld has way more like punchlines and way more like like nuance and and just situationally funny things. I think uh, I don't know if I agree with that, but uh, but that's interesting. Well, think about this, right? For Seinfeld, you could say that the premise of an episode was funny. 
a lot of times. And that's without hearing a joke. You could be like, oh my God, that was so funny. When they got lost in the parking garage. Oh my God, when they made the bet about sure. masturbation. Oh my God, when, you know, whatever. Well, yeah, they're coming at it from a different angle. I mean, just, if just, you're- just to put, so, but, the, but think of it like stand-up, right? Even the premises were funny. Oh my God, he left a message on the machine he wants to get back. Oh my God, he pees in the shower. That's oh like my saying, God, but that, George talks to the third to person. That to me is like saying, that to me though is like saying, well then, you know. You're not like, oh my God, I could argue that Phoebe Emo Phillips got a job at the bakery and then I, she started dating Joe. Like, but but my point is is I could argue that Emo Phillips has, by the sound of it, funnier premises than Big J. But I don't think that makes Emo a better comic than Jay. Jay talks about more real life things I can relate to. You know what I mean? So like that doesn't make the premise. Well, you said that, that doesn't. You said their jokes were better. Anything. And I'm just saying that, like, I... I and I, I would say that Big J's jokes are better than Emo Phillips's. <laughs> are you Without saying, disrespect are you to Emo saying Phillips. Big J is friends in this scenario? Okay. Uh, I, I actually... Yeah, relatable. A lot uh, of sex material. <laughs> <laughs> but, I will say, but I will say, though, think about another sitcom where you could be like, oh, people are latching on to the idea of the... People name episodes... By the premise, you you have to, you dude. Have to, what are you? T- you're stepping. No, you're stepping in the wrong territory with friends. The episodes are literally called the one with. Sure, that's every episode. Sure, sure. But a lot of times, you. I mean, you can't. You can't go into the Rolodex. I mean, you can say something like, "Oh, the Thanksgiving, you know, the Thanksgiving football game," or like the time they went on the the, the dance party show, which you didn't see. I yet. don't. I don't agree but with like that. Seinf- Seinfeld, agree with Seinfeld that. is more like. I'm telling you, man. It's like, oh, she wore the same outfit. It's like. There's, it's just people related to Seinfeld. I, th- in a weird way, even though Friends is more based in reality and not this own universe, Seinfeld created a universe that was, I think, even more relatable than Friends. I think because it's it was about behavioral. Relatable. Yeah, it's, but it wasn't just the same old thing. Like, oh, I'm dating no, her. I, I, oh, I, I, you know, but if it's, I got but a promotion. Saying, it's, but hold on, it's. For, I don't think Friends is the same old thing. I think Friends has a different goal. Then Seinfeld, it was going the 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 pitch the pitch the the log line for the show is it's about the time of your life when your friends are family. It's just a different show. You could argue all day long, of course, that Seinfeld is a little more offbeat, a little more original because it. I, I can't argue any of that. Of it, course, it's certainly a more original. But it's show. not That's more a relatable. It's, a, it's uh, not more relatable. How is it not more relatable if people literally describe themselves? In Seinfeld characters, people have conversations using Seinfeld speak. Because people... People, people literally have no, monikers. No, that's not what relatable is. Sure, it's quoting people, something, co- Quoting something because you think it's funny is not relatable. That's not true, though. It, they, they, they deal in behavioral and nuance, not, and that is relatable to every single... I'm, every single person ha- watched someone not wash their hands after they pissed. Every single person got cut in line at the whatever, okay. and they dig into that and not just like, oh, I love him, All right. and, I, and I'm an artist. Every, and single, I'm a, every single person dated somebody multiple times and dumped them multiple times. Every single person... Was was in love with a friend of theirs that they couldn't be with. Every single person what tried dating is, a friend what and then it saying, didn't work out. But, I'm, but this is so much more original, Seinfeld. Uh, but I, it is. It's, it's a universe it's, in and of itself. It's 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 an yes. I'm not saying it's not a more original take on a sitcom. That was the whole point of Seinfeld. Was we're not we're going to do an un sitcom or whatever sure. you call. It. I get that. You know, Sunny is based on Seinfeld. Uh, yes, they've come right out and said that. Yes, uh, but... I, they, they use the Seinfeld rules. No I redeeming would, qualities, nothing. No one falls in love. They're all well, out for themselves. They've, 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 I love Sonny. They've started to betray that yeah. stuff. But 
My point is, is <laughs> I mean, Dennis is a full blown sociopath now. It's like I love the show, yeah. but it's like you know, come on, they did it. They ended an episode with a full interpretive dance, uh, and it wasn't was, a joke. I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but I mean, I like that that they did that. I thought it was pretty. You know, you want to talk about friends being sometimes sobering or emotional. If Seinfeld had done something, I'm not there for that. That's not what I'm watching this show for. I hated, I hated again on the Seinfeld finale, the the moment with Elaine and him on the plane. I hated that the lead into that played that fucking Green Day song uh, where they showed clips and you were supposed to get all misty about it. I was like, this is Seinfeld. That's not what this is. That's not what I'm here for. No, I disagree, man. I think it's, I think it was. You just said that that's what you liked about it was that it's not that. You said you didn't like that they reflected and played the song about all the moments and I disagree. I watched Seinfeld through and through and that last thing was like watching the Super Bowl. It was so nostalgic. No, no. All the characters back. No, no, you're not talking, you're talking about On the highlight reel? You're talking, I don't like that they played the time of my life Green Day song and tried to get you emotional. But it worked. But it's not. It's Seinfeld. It's not supposed to do but that. But in the moment, it worked. I don't want to so see. So watch. So they're going out. And they never did it. And finally, I don't they see, just like they give you a little. Kiss I don't want to see the Green Day song on Seinfeld. I don't want to see an interpretive dance on It's Always Sunny. I'm sorry. I this will was, tell you, I hate that Green Day song more than I hate the Friends and, theme song. And and <laughs> and just like and by the way, just like on Friends. If they brought in like a Kramer, I'd be like, "This is stupid. Like, this doesn't fit in the, into this thing." You know what I mean? Like, there's things that both shows do very, very well. I mean, you want to take? I mean, Phoebe is she's offbeat, but like, really, they 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 have you know characteristics. Uh, Monica's Type A, uh, Ross is you know Type A, whatever you want to call. But like to create a, a character like Kramer. But hold on, I didn't not. I'm not. You're you're you're. you're I'm just saying, as far as the characters go. Like, everyone loves the Friends people, but they are just... They're not just... Stop it, dude. They have very very normal characteristics. I'm saying Seinfeld created characters that... I think it's a lot harder to pull that off than you're giving it credit for. I've watched a lot of sitcoms, and I've written for a, a pretty good amount of TV shows at this point. That is such a hard thing to do within the confines of a 22-minute script. What? Create real characters. It's not like, oh, Monica is just this. That becomes so paper-thin so quickly. Yeah, but you're saying real characters, and I'm saying unique, original, one-of-a-kind characters. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I think I mean, Kramer, I, I think... If you think of sitcoms, the history of sitcoms, and you have to have a bracket tournament of the quirkiest, craziest or characters. Like, Kramer's going in there. I Monica's Phoebe, not. I think Phoebe gives Kramer a run for her money. Nah, you know who's not going in there? Jerry, Elaine. I mean, it doesn't get any more, like, regular old sitcom-y than those two characters. They're great. They're fucking great because the two actors portraying them are great. But it's the same thing. George Costanza, you could compare to a million sitcom characters that came before him. Oh, he's the hothead that yells all the time and freaks out about nothing. And da, da, da. I don't know if oh, I've... I saw it with Archie Bunker. I saw, you know what I mean? Like it's like you you. It doesn't matter. It's I, I think on either of these shows to try to reduce the characters to do. It's just X, Y, and Z. On paper, you could say Kramer, dude. Kramer on paper is just. A zany neighbor. On paper, it's almost cringy. It's what Michael Richards does with it sure. that makes it great. Sure. So I, so I, th- I'm just countering the the argument of the Friends character. It's like, on on paper, Chandler is annoying. He's the quippy guy. 
Matthew Perry, they talk about it in the reunion special, like how hard it was to cast that show because this, they, and they talked about it with like uh, Jennifer Edison. They're like, this, we, Rachel is not likable. She's not a likable person. So we had to get somebody that could make her like, that, that stuff is a lot more complicated than I think people give it credit for. All right. Let's, anyway, let's, let's go to the, the fucking vote. phones because let's we got to do. I got to pee so bad. I got to pee so bad. All right. Let's get the vote. Listen, Humble Pie episode. Roll it out. What's the percentages? Right. Uh, um, this is going to be cr- how, how many how, how many votes? Ten thousand. That's it so far. I thought people would jump right. on that because of the nature of it. Oh, Ten thousand in an hour is not bad. All right, the winner with fifty six percent. Ooh, that's close, bro. Very close. That's very close. Seinfeld. Fifty six percent though. That's that is close. that is very that's, close. That's very close. We uh, knew it'd be close. Great. Wow, that was that was very close. I. Yep. You still. I love don't me. think anyone would. I nope. still love you. I love you too. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Taste buds. They come into the mic, talking about the food they hate, talking about the food they like. Two fools gonna fight, but only one food can be right. Taste buds, man, yeah, they come into the mic.